0: In this sh- ring is back. Let's talk about it. Let's go. Oh, 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 this ain't the fuck like the horse oh, is gank he stinks.
1: Oh, shit.
0: By God, we are back! Woohoo, gentlemen! Welcome to another edition of In This gone Ring, right here, live on A, A2- two d radio holy hell do we have a lot to talk about but before we get into it i am your host i am the one and only i am rich i've got the mayor toasty town himself the ones they call butters and two live brew george cannon brews joining us tonight from another restaurant in downtown atlanta
1: you can just <laughs> call me you can just call me mr location location location
0: I'm not calling you Triple L.
1: <laughs>
0: I, actually, no. No, I am calling you Triple L. That's your new name, Triple L. We have Triple H wow, and Triple L. I got a yeah, laugh no, out of yeah, no, I'll take don't, it. Don't call I'll me that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: In this very ring, every single week is brought to you by Body Check Wellness. They're a line of products that promote wellness, balance, and recovery by using the full potential I have. They come in extracts, blends, gummies, and topicals. Use promo code A2D for 25% off your order at bodycheckwellness.com. And then you got to check out our doctor, Paul Vidal at Specialized Physical Therapy, LLC. He's got two locations, Burlington and Cherry Hill, New Jersey. He's our doctor, make him yours. That's Dr. Paul Vidal at Specialized Physical Therapy. Counseling Center and Sunrise Detox. Many of our and our families deal with mental health and addiction issues. We're happy to support the Counseling Center and Sunrise Detox. If you need help, please call 856 651 8117. Tonight's topic of conversation AEW put on pay per view quality programming this week. And that topic of conversation is brought to you by Alan Foy of EXP Realty. If you're looking to buy or sell a home for a changing career brokerage, contact Alan Foy at 302 682 8820. Boys, let's talk about it. AEW put on Grand Slam this week, live from New York. And we just we literally seconds before we went on the air, just finished watching Omega and Brian uh kicked off Wednesday night's dynamite. My God, what a what a match. We're gonna dive right into it.
2: But Butters, I'm gonna start with you. Do you agree or do you disagree? I, I really did. I really do think they put on. They put that they did put on a quality pay per view program this week. You split it over two days, yes, but you still put on amazing, amazing matches w- between, like you said, you got <clears throat> Kenny versus Brian, Punk versus Hobbs, you know Malachi Black and Cody. I mean, you just put on pay per view quality match during the week instead of a Sunday, and you didn't even call it a pay per view. So I, I will. I wholeheartedly, 100%
1: agree with the poll. <clears throat>
0: George, what do you got?
1: One word, gentlemen. Amazing. <laughs> Reason why I say that is because, yes, and by the way, I do know I'm an AEW guy. Any any of you viewers want to come on here and, you know, get on me and be like, you're an AEW homer. That's completely fine. I really don't care. But, um, Yeah. Oh, uh, Amazing. Um, this is the difference between, how can I put it? This is the difference between giving the wrestling fans what they want as opposed to what you feel they need. And of course, y'all know what I'm talking about and who I'm talking about when I say, of course, giving the fans what they think they need. Like this gentleman, what we saw this week, this this is the wave. This this is what the modern pro wrestling fans want. Good, like solid wrestling, telling a simple story, getting you emotionally invested on the edge of your seat, just like we were just a few minutes ago before we kicked it off here on In This Very Ring. And just leaving you with the impression of like, wow, that was a damn good wrestling match. Because that's what we saw with Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson a damn good wrestling match. <clears throat> no gimmicks, no frills, no nothing. Just two guys going in there, battling it out. And to beating the hell out the of each other. Ever. Exactly. For for 30-something minutes. And I enjoyed every damn bit of it, man. Classic. Classic, gentlemen. Well, and, like, the, yeah, AEW could have... On top helped. of the other stuff that happened as well, like yeah. Cody Rhodes... Malachi black that rivalry um beautifully put together although I will say I do have one problem with this whole entire rivalry and that is I feel like at some point the roles need to change between the two
0: and we're we're gonna dive into that once we talk about the match right because I I kind of know where you're going with it and I kind of you kind of see the writing on the wall there um but I have to agree with the poll but You could tell, you could, because Wednesday night started with Omega and uh, Brian, they could have done nothing else the rest of the show, and I would still agree to this poll question Mm -hmm. because, George, you make a great point, right? It was a wrestling match. You know, yes, you had Don Callis at the ringside in his dumbass pink suit.
1: (laughs) Yes, you had probably one of the,
0: like... Oh, my God. The commentary just annoyed the hell out of me about the last <laughs> 10 minutes of that match. Right.
2: I I, was, I, I couldn't. I, I didn't hear nothing, you know.
0: <laughs> but it was literally just pure wrestling. And that's what was so much fun to watch. Right. Mm-hmm. We were mm-hmm. and, and we knew nothing was, you know, on the line. It wasn't for a title. It wasn't for nothing. This was just truly two of the absolute greatest of our generation, of our time, going out Mm -hmm. there and doing what they do best.
1: Mm, Absolutely. Um,
0: So I just, you have to agree. And then, right, then you you realize what they do afterwards with Ruby and Brit, CM Punk and and Hobbs, um, Cody and Malachi, and all these, other matches that take place, even the Super Click versus Christian and uh, the Jungle Express, you know, last night, right? Yeah, they still Saturday. Yeah, last night. Last They night. still Saturday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very long game, a very boring game. It was a very long <clears throat> game. We'll give you that, Ritz. Don't worry about it. We'll give you that, Ritz.
0: But, but it, it's just, they literally took everything and rolled with it and never stopped and They just hit every single mark that they needed to hit Mm -hmm. with this week. And they're still riding that wave. And, and, you know, it's said in the show description, if you are watching this on YouTube, we've got that little show description um, that we always, always have. And and I write it and and they're still riding that all out wave because Mm -hmm. of how incredible all out was. And, And everything that they took from that night, We're still seeing everything like that play out
1: Mm -hmm.
0: these these last few weeks on AEW TV, Mm -hmm. and it's been so much fun to to sit back and watch it and and enjoy. And you know, because don't get me wrong, I was very very hesitant on AEW at the beginning, and I really give them a hard time, especially when they're like the NFL of Wrestling companies, where everybody's got to be with somebody and have this faction and this team and this group and this pairing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it, the the stuff that's happening now, and even even back then, but the stuff that's happening now, they're really finding their rhythm. They're really finding their groove. They're really they're really hitting every single week, you know. And in my opinion, and I've said it on WWE shows, AEW shows. You don't have to hit all show all night long, right? But you have to at least have there needs to be something I can take away from your show. Why did I invest my time into your product? Okay, I invested my time because I wanted to watch Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson take up a fourth of your your airtime. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> you know, last night I wanted to watch the super click, the, the six man tag. That was that was the match, the highlight match for me. Right? It may not be the highlight for for everybody. You know, other people will say easily say CM Punk and Powerhouse Hobbs.
1: Now that match was fun. That was a fun match. No,
0: I, I agree, right? But for me, it was more Adam Cole and Douchebag One, Douchebag Two, and the Young Bucks <laughs> against Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian. And and more so, yes, I'm an Adam Cole fan. I, I I love what Adam Cole does with everything he touches, but it's more I'm a Jungle Boy fan. I I love this kid. I love mm-hmm. everything that he does, and especially after he had his match with Kenny Omega, I was like, no, this is the this is the kid you got to watch. He's mm-hmm. a Sammy Guevara. He's an MJF. He he's the future of this industry. You know, I'd rather watch that, and I don't I. I mm-hmm. As much as Punk Hobbs was a good match, and we'll we'll break it all down later. But it just wasn't, it's not the match for me. Right? I'm not a Hobbs guy. I, I just he's, he's he's a flat character for me. There's not a lot there, in my opinion. But again, that's just me. But let's get into it. Let's get into uh Omega Brian Danielson. They go to a 30-minute time limit, and, you know, hell, before we do that, let's we got some comments flying in here. We got Chrome. Hey, fellas, just dropping in to say, hey, what's going on, buddy? He does agree to the poll. He says Ruby and Britt was great, too. I haven't seen all of Rampage. He's about to put it on right now. You're going to enjoy it from what I caught. It's great. Kevin Dixon, what's up, fellas? He agrees to the poll as well. Pete Evans chiming in, and he agrees to the poll. Frank Vespy chiming in. He agrees to the poll. Hey, yo, sorry to bother you at work. Uh, Pete Evans says, best AEW set from a production look wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Friel, what's up, fellas? I agree to the poll. He's, he hopes I had a great time at Disney, and I did. It was phenomenal. Uh, I'm pulling a Chrome next year, and I'll be there twice. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, Chrome, we, if you're still watching, we're going to have a conversation very soon. Uh, Anthony... Would love to see a collective pay-per-view between the two. I think that would blow the world apart. I actually do want to touch on this a little bit later on in the show. A lot of images have been floating around uh, the internet wrestling community of an AEW versus WWE kind of Survivor Series style card. And I'd love to get our thoughts, the fans' thoughts on that as we progress through the show. And uh, Gaysha, I hope I said that right. He agrees to the poll as well. Thank you for joining us, Deshaun and Anthony. Those are two names I haven't seen hanging out with us lately. Uh, But let's get right into it. Omega Danielson, we just finished watching it right before we came on the air. And I don't know what else to say about it other than it was absolutely phenomenal.
2: Yeah, big time. I mean, so much back and forth, but it was so... It wasn't a bad back and forth. It was great. It was, you know, you let one, <clears throat> one's get in the upper hand, upper hand, and then it's just counter, reverse it, back the other way, upper hand, upper hand, reverse it, back and forth, back and forth. It didn't get boring. It didn't get stale. I You know, you stayed interested in the match. You, you They kept the interest going. Mm-hmm. They kept you into it, making you think, is he going to get for the pinfall now? Is he going to get it now? Is he going to get it now? You know, it's
1: that match that just keeps you going. <clears throat> I agree. I agree. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all something. You know, it's funny how before a lot of, like, I guess, pro WWE fans, before it was even the AEW, It was funny how I would hear like some pro WWE fans just like completely just shit on independent wrestling or the independent style and say like, oh, it'll never work like on a national stage or anything like that. And then you see these guys like, you know, the Adam Coles, the Brian Danielsons, the Kenny Omegas, the Seth Rollins, the, um, uh, the uh, Claudio Castagnoli's, AKA Cesaro's. It's, it's funny. You see these guys come up from these ranks, even Jon Moxley from this independent arena and make this style of wrestling so prevalent and so influential to now they're thriving so much in these major companies respectively that they're in. And what we saw on Wednesday is just a testament of that is just the fact that this fast paced you know um in your face hard hitting style of wrestling or the independent style as as people like to label it um they've proven that it can flourish on a national stage cuz that's what we saw gentlemen like
0: well, I, I completely agree and as a pro wwe guy right I, I can't sit there and say that I was a, you know, I never once said, oh, that'll never work on a national stage. The independent, you know, stuff just, it doesn't connect with everybody. What I would always go to was specific instances in what you see in independent wrestling, right? Because with independent wrestling, you're going to see stuff that you're going to go, there's no way in hell that's ever going to work, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But when you mm-hmm. get these... The, the matches the the and I and you gotta call them wrestling matches, right? Because mm-hmm. some of these matches, while yes they're great, you and I both know, George, that on a national level, that style of match just won't work. What we saw from Omega and Brian Danielson is a style of match that does work and will yes. work. Yes. And, and the the, the <clears throat> men that you listed just a moment ago, all of those are people that have gone out there and put on those matches right mm-hmm. i i'm a, i've said it i'll say it again <clears throat> and blue devil over here agrees with me too many super kicks and middle fingers where i have the issue is people like the young bucks mm-hmm. where they had a solid thing going in the independent scene and they had cre- like mm-hmm. them or don't like them and lately mm-hmm. i don't like them and even in the independent scene i didn't really like them But they had a cult following. And Mm -hmm. when they got to the dance, when they got to the big show, they kind of fell away from that following. And, you know, you mentioned it tonight about one of them wearing... Their head got too big. Yeah, about one of them wearing a romper. And I get it, right? It's all character. It's all, you know, it's the characters that they're playing. But I'm comparing character to character. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the two characters, Mm -hmm. it's like, why did you change so drastically... From what people know you as, right? Because mm-hmm. when you when you come up and you you change, it, it doesn't always work, you know. Because yes, the young bucks, they are the EVPs, mm-hmm. they are. What's uh, the word I'm looking for here? They 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 are, you know, they have that cult following. They are internet do, darlings.
2: Do you playing. feel this is a? How you say it, how you worded a a Nash Hall NWO like WCW type? You know, changing them. No.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: I don't because National Hall
2: that change when they went
0: from WWE to w, well WWF to WCW. That change worked for them, right? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm more
2: talking. I'm more talking about the backstage ego. The the I'm talking more like the ego stuff. I'm I'm not talking. Oh, see, I wasn't going there. I was okay, doing character. Okay. No, 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 I'm now not talking character character. character. I, I feel like this is more of their personality now. It's what I'm. Uh,
0: see, I don't watch enough of the being the Elite, and I don't follow them enough because they—they're—they're they're gimmick to me. Right? Well, and, and that's what i was saying. It's like you
2: I know, could I, agree I,
1: with I, that. I could agree with know, that. I, f- I feel
2: like the elites getting more of, you know, into the NWO. Like it's eventually, you know.
0: But that's what the elite was, though, right? And yeah. like go back to when the elite was the Bullet Club in mm-hmm. New Japan and, and even Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Right, the that's what they were. So all you're seeing now is everybody just coming back and they're reforming what for lack of a better phrase was the glory days for these people. Mm-hmm. Right? And not that these people are out of their glory days, but with the Correct. with the young bucks, they were such a gimmick tag team, arguably, arguably one of the best tag teams in the industry today, tomorrow mm-hmm. and yesterday. Mm-hmm. But they based so much of themselves on a gimmick that when you're on that national level, your gimmick doesn't always work.
1: Now, let me intervene, let me They're- intervene on this cuz <clears throat> you make a very good point there Rich. Um now I'm a young bucks fan myself. I remember <clears throat> I remember them going back to the um Real it fast, George, here. I'm going
0: to pause you for just one second. I want to okay. give Chucks a shout-out. I want to agree to that it, you know, it was you know, it was a five-star match. I want to give Andrew uh, a shout-out. That is my boy. He was chef. He did a lot of producing for us back in the day, and I want to give a special shout-out to his little girl. She turns two tomorrow.
2: Oh, boy. Already? Yeah, God. I know.
0: It's fucking crazy. And <laughs> Damien says, what's up? What's up, Damien? All right, George, go what's ahead.
1: Going on? Yeah, so <clears throat> what I was saying is, like you, I'm a Young Bucks fan too. I remember them going back to the TNA days when they were Generation Me and they were, you know, still coming up in, in the business, and they were good even back then. But um seeing from where they came from to where they are now, um, I do have to agree with you that yes, um, this portrayal of them now in AEW even before they turned heel, was a little over the top for me. It was a little bit too cheesy, a little bit too wink-wink, tongue-in-cheek, you know, using you know some of the insider stuff and all of that. That kind of got a little bit too much for me. Now, as far as the in-ring stuff, they are flawless. Like, tandem offense, like, all of that. The whole Just go athletic. back to the
0: match with the Lucha Bros, and that, a- absolutely, and that yeah. tells you everything you need to know.
1: Absolutely. Yep. But as far as uh what that one person was saying about too many super kicks and middle fingers, yes, that does yes, uh seals, I believe is seals blue devil. I'm sure is, call him blue devil, blue devil. He <laughs> is definitely on point about that because yes, don't get me wrong, I'm I'm glad that you know it's being incorporated into a lot of these matches now but yeah sometimes i get super kick overload and i'm like come on guys y'all went to wrestling school i'm pretty sure your trainers trained you to do a lot more than just a super kick every five ten seconds in a match like well, and, come on like what are we doing goes here goes back like, it's like go, did y'all learn from john cena
0: but jumping the way back your, your way back machines and let's go back to the late 90s the early 2000s not everybody was doing a super kick
2: Mm-hmm, and the super right.
0: kick was special. It was like a it was like a cutter. It was, you know, you, you had the diamond cutter. Yep. You know, and then Randy came in and he did the jumping cutter. Is the only
1: RKO. Person. Yeah,
0: yeah which, which is an RKO, right? Uh, but it's a jumping cutter. Not many people were doing that. Now, it's all over the place. Cutters are happening all the time. Sling blades are happening all the time. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Some of these moves that were special aren't special anymore. And you you you've taken something like the Sweet Chin Music
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you have just said it's no different than a clothesline. Right? JBL's clothesline from hell, it was special because one, it was the only clothesline he'd ever throw in a match mm-hmm. and two, it always had that swing. There, You could tell when JBL would throw the clothesline from hell versus when D'Lo Brown would go and just hit a clothesline off of somebody.
1: Yeah. Personally, personally I think Barry Windham had the most beautiful looking lariat Agreed. in pro wrestling.
0: That's just Not many people will remember Barry Wyndham's lariat, right? right? I had a better shot of people understanding the clothesline from hell. I'm a real I'm <laughs> listen,
1: listen. I'm a real ro- I'm a real pro wrestling fan baby. No, I grew, I, I grew up in the 90s when we had those WCWs at Center Stage. No, I was no, 3 4 I years agree, old.
0: Right? I agree with all of that but a lot of people aren't going to say, oh, Mary Wyndham. Right? You, the, more, you and you, I are probably the only two. You, me, and Chrome are probably yeah. the only three that are going to go, Barry Wyndham this.
1: Right. Right. True. <sighs> True. True. But,
0: uh, you know, so and that was the other thing. To, to bring it back to Grand Slam, that's what I really liked about the match is everybody stayed away, right? It, Nobody interfered until the match was over. Mm-hmm. And literally seconds after the match is over, Brian's going for the LaBelle walk. Out comes the super click, right? Mm-hmm. Out comes the elite to mm-hmm. break it up. And then you get Christian Cage, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus to come out
1: mm-hmm. to make
0: the save, to help set up the story for Saturday, for Friday night, right? Mm-hmm. So, so many components... But they let
1: these two go out and have the match that they should have had. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's the beautiful thing. And that's the beautiful thing about AEW. Like, that's the thing that I love about it. Is like, yeah, I know the obvious is, you know, the creative control and Tony Khan actually lets these guys go out and do their thing and call their own shots and you know have the matches that the fans want to see. But the thing that I love about it is like what you just said, Rich. It's like the handcuffs are off. Like it's no restrictions. It's like you can't do this move because we feel butt hurt about this or we feel a certain way about this. Like Tony Khan. Or is it's, like, you look, know, you got to do it our style. Right. Tony Khan is like, y'all are professional wrestlers. Y'all are seasoned professionals. I trust y'all. I'm going to give y'all the keys to this car. Just go cruise around. However long you need to, and just don't crash it. That's it. That's it
0: exactly. But That's in it. that same sentence, though, and this is where you know the the WWE nationalist in me comes out to play, right? Okay. AEW has such a distinctive style, right? And, and from a from, and I've said it ever since day one that AEW had great matches. While I may not have liked the storylines early on. I may not have liked the the dynamics early on. I couldn't argue that the wrestling was Mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. And then you look Mm -hmm. at WWE. And WWE, good, bad, or indifferent, has their own style. They do. And whereas if you go back to the days of WCW and WWE, the wrestling was very, very similar. It was. Right? But now, but the storylines are so drastically different. Mm-hmm. Now, while, yeah, WWE still does put a lot of emphasis on the story and the interviews and the segments, you look at the wrestling and the wrestling on both sides is good, but so drastically different. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, 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 I, I, and that's what I love so much about it, because we you've got everybody over here in AEW doing that and doing these five star matches. There are still guys over in WWE that are killing
1: it. And I was Mm -hmm. just, and I'm glad that you said that because I was going to say, look, this week, matter of fact, not even this week, the past couple of weeks, I give WWE major salute. Like the MSG show, Monday Night Raw this past Monday, hell, SmackDown is is really the only show that I'll really watch from WWE, like SmackDown and NXT. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. WWE has in their own right, been on fire as of late. Like, I, I, we, listen, I'll I give credit where it's due.
0: Yeah, and we said it coming off of SummerSlam, right? SummerSlam and that entire weekend, it felt like, you know, and to make it a, a, a this is a sports channel, to give it that sports analogy, it felt like, you know, kickoff for the NFL. It yep. felt like opening day for the MLB. You mm-hmm. know, it, it felt like all of those but for wrestling, yeah, and it was, and if we do that every year, if you give me one weekend where in August where we hit it on all cylinders, and we're gonna run and gun f- till April, I'm happy. Yep. Yeah. You ain't yeah. gonna hear me bitch at all I'm because because bitch, but, I'm, I'm good at it. Well,
2: I mean, between hear me you, bitch at all. you could consider between April and August the off season, so you know it slacks a little. Of course, you you know right. everybody's gonna. Everybody's gonna bitch, you know. Hey, what about the product? But then, like you said, if it fires on all cylinders in August, and you see April? people change
0: teams and people get released and cut. Like it, it it acts like an off season. Yep, right. You know, and we've got to, yep. you know, granted, here we are a few weeks. I never Whoa. thought
1: about it that. Week.
0: Right, but see, and Greg's right. Oh, stop it! You'll still be bitching. And I said it. I will still find something to bitch about. We all I'm do. Very good at it. Right. But here we are, and we're going to talk about it towards the end of the show. We're going to preview the WWE draft that starts, you know, next week. But here we are a few weeks in the season, and we're doing a draft, right? And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it that way from a WWE standpoint, because we're going to shake things up a few weeks in. And, like, there's just so many – being a wrestling fan is so much fun right now. And I know we got off on a little bit of a tangent where we're not really talking grand Slam. We haven't made it out the first match. Right. But look at what that match says about the business mm-hmm. as a whole. Now and, and now. what it ma- yeah, now and what it makes you go, okay. AEW just did that for 30 minutes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Let me compare it to 30 minutes of raw, which the first 30 minutes of raw was great. Mm-hmm. You know, this past Monday night, because it was the Big E stuff. It was a six-man tag. Yep. You know, a very highly anticipated six-man tag match. That was very good. Mm-hmm. Which led to a better main event. Monday night. Like, there was just so many just...
2: Yeah.
0: Components to that. It was fantastic. And, and you really can't argue or complain about what we got when it comes to this era of pro wrestling right
1: now. That's true. That's you know,
0: so and, true. And a symbol of this era of pro wrestling, I say symbol, right? A cornerstone, because I'll give the man credit where credit's due, seven, eight years ago, when this guy was white hot, this was the kind of stuff he was doing. And that's CM Punk. Mm-hmm. And see love him, love him, hate him, wish he was dead. The next segment goes to CM Punk. He walks out and he goes, damn, I'm really glad I ain't wrestling tonight because there's no way I wanted to follow that.
2: <laughs> right?
0: He calls it right down the middle. And That's he a shoot. Yeah, it's a 100% a shoot. And he immediately transitions. He gives them credit where credit's due. He talks about himself and then goes into setting up his match for Friday. Mm-hmm. All in a few sentences. Right? And he he's very just steady in his comments to Powerhouse Hobbs, and he says, uh, "Where's the line?" Da, 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 it's da. not my job
1: to wake you up, but Powerhouse Hobbs, you're gonna go to sleep.
0: Exactly, right? There's the line. I couldn't find it on here. <laughs> <laughs> and then walks the fuck away. Yeah. Here we are now. That's probably what an hour almost an hour of TV time,
1: mm-hmm. half of your mm-hmm. show
0: taken up, and you had a 30-minute slobber knocker, and I can't believe I'm going to give <laughs> credit you credit. But you, Got you, it. Had a, you had a clinic, and then you brought out arguably one of the best mic workers around right now to build a match for 48 hours from now.
2: Mhm, mhm.
0: And then we transitioned straight into a blood feud between MJF and Brian Pillman, Jr.
1: Yeah, now, this match, um, I'll say I'll, I'll i'll I guess I'll start off. I guess I can start off with this one. Um, I, I would pretty much say it was straight to the point um, the right person won, um, what needed to get done got done um the only thing about it the only kind of question or concern that i have is where does each man go from here like where does it does does mjf just come out and start picking on somebody else um i mean i know this is going to be a tremendous boost for brian pillman's career i can tell you that right now and mjf hasn't even hit his 30s and He's already given out more rubs than a masseuse. So <laughs> damn. So I mean, that's really my only question. Um
2: I I can see this team. feud. I can see this feud going on a little bit longer. Hmm. Just to kinda because you can't really say that, you know, yeah, MGF beat Brian Pillman, but Pillman's still gonna want that. He still wants payback for what was said about both his mom and his sister. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's true, and not to mention you got, uh, what's her name was out there with him, uh, the, Julia Hart. Oh Julia yeah, Julia Hart out there. It's, you know, MJF getting in her face, and Pillman's Pillman's gonna still want blood. So yeah. I, I can see this going on for a little bit longer, not much longer, but I can still see it going on just a little bit
1: longer. Now, but as you say that, but. The thing you got to remember is if it goes on any longer what are the stakes now? Are is he just fighting for revenge for his family, but what else goes beyond that? Because at the end of the day it's about wins and losses in AEW. Mhm.
0: Yeah, and see that that's where it's like you want to I want to agree with you Butters, but I also want to disagree with you and I, and I think you, you let them go their separate ways. They can still come back to this later if they want to. I wouldn't necessarily be surprised if MJF weasels his way into some time like on screen, weasels his way into some kind of time off. I mean, because think about it, he's been putting in the work for the last few months. The man the man can not he wouldn't hurt if he took a couple weeks off and let them figure out where to go next, right? Because you mm-hmm. can't put him up against Miro because no. Miro Miro and him, there's no reason to, right? Mm -mm.
2: No, and Miro's white hot right now. Exactly. You can't
0: put him up against uh, Kenny Omega because it's Omega and Brian Danielson. So MJF is here, Mm -hmm. right? And all she's going to do is going to be these little random things. So it wouldn't necessarily surprise me if they continued to have MJF versus Brian Pillman. But... You don't need to have MJF versus Brian Pillman. You can Correct. still do it if you want to, right? Mm-hmm. We haven't beat it to the ground. It's not, you know, the storyline's not dead. Still fresh, but it's just a matter of what do you really yeah. want to do,
1: right? And gentlemen, I think we can all agree too. Before it's all said and done, I think it's going to be time for MJF to have some something shiny around his waist. If you know Completely what I mean.
0: Completely agree with you. I think by this time I mean, next year, we're talking about. MJF as a some as some sort of champion,
1: with
2: them talking about you know an Owen Hart tournament in AEW, do we see oh, this being?
1: Don't you do it, it don't you do it, bud. Don't you? Do we, do we it. see
2: MJF winning this
1: one? Don't you do that? Don't you do it? It's possible, but I mean, but
0: but all right, I'm gonna take that one step further. Your finals, no, in the Owen Hart tournament.
1: Don't do it. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Don't do it, Ritz.
0: It's MJF.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Versus Brian, Brian Tillman
2: <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah. Defending, it, the honor, the, defending the honor of where his father trained. And can you imagine the nuclear heat MJF gets of winning the Owen Hart tournament and then just taking the trophy or whatever he has and just spitting on it?
2: Why not? He's won the ring two years in a row. Exactly. So let's um, win this tournament and make it even worse. I mean. And, and those are the
0: two guys right now. If you said, all right, we're going to kick off the, the Owen Hart tournament next week. Mm-hmm. These are the two guys mm-hmm. that I see headlining this thing. Right? Yeah. Um, I like Blue Devil's comment here. We, we've alluded to it all night, and we've alluded to it in the past. We don't expect nothing from AEW but we expect everything from WWE and that's where WWE has an advantage. And he's a hundred percent. Right. And we've talked about it before. Right. I got to agree. We have, we have such high standards for WWE that as wrestling fans, we've almost set them too high. Right. Right. Where AEW, again, it's still in that honeymoon phase, right? We're we're letting Mm -hmm. them find their, find their area and eventually we're going to put them there and we're going to say hey you guys fucked up too. Yeah? You know, got to give a shout out to the boss, Tom Arno, my guy. Ah, he missed he missed this last week. He says let's talk about it. Buddy, we're back, we're here. Let's yeah. dive right into it. Uh yeah. and Ted over on over on Twitch, we need MJF to feud with CM Punk. If it's these uh if it's true these guys have all this creative control, MJF will tear Punk apart in promos. I disagree. I now, disagree. Well, no, no, I don't. I don't. Right? I don't know who would win. What I do know is I'm gonna win. <laughs> I will a hundred percent sit there with popcorn, soda, and just watch these two go at it on the microphone. It's exactly. Gonna be, I'm on a wild and out kick, right? You know. So, you know, it's gonna Tony be like might... watching a wild style between like chico bean and dc young fly for the better part of six weeks
1: straight i'm gonna tell y'all what i'm gonna tell y'all what for that promo for for though for that weekly promo battle i know mjf is gonna attack punk being out for so long and he's gonna talk about april that's where he's gonna go there first i know where he's gonna go
0: and that's gonna bring april out because even though they've all said she's not going to do it because of her neck and this, that, and the other thing, and blah, 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 she's doing a a, a Comic Con thing in like three weeks, mm-hmm. something like that. It's like right. her first Comic Con in years
2: Ooh. that she's doing. That's so more. Something's AMA. coming up. Right? That's more. I, I think.
0: Form. I think it's the actually the first public appearance she's done since she released her book, and she did that very, very short book signing tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. But this isn't a book signing thing. This is a true wrestling, I think, convention or something like that. That she's well, oh maybe be it's at.
2: maybe she's getting a little more you know wanting to come out a little more now that you know Punk's back in the uh, in the ring. No, not, I, I, not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying to you know to wrestle anything. I'm saying maybe it's you know now that nobody's home kind of sort of type thing. You know, it's you know what? Maybe I'll get out and do my own thing for a little bit while he's
1: out. Mm-hmm. Agree.
0: I completely agree with you. Um, let's let's move on. Yeah, though,
1: that's something c- I'm looking forward to, though.
0: Completely. Cody Rhodes, Malachi Black, and I know um, George. You were really wanting to talk about this earlier. I had a great conversation with Jacks uh, earlier this week. Actually, right after this match, we were talking about, um, and I want to throw this to you guys. Malachi Black's appearance mm-hmm. is constantly changing. It's evolving, right? Mm-hmm. And things are getting added to it. So, before mm-hmm. we break down the match and just how good it was, what do you guys think this is building to? Is he building towards somebody? Or is mm-hmm. he building towards a character?
2: I think, He's I think it's building to- towards a character. Character, I think. I think it's more of a character build than it is a. I think he's trying to lose the WWE image and bring his own AEW image into, or more of his, I guess you call it indie image. But he's trying to lose that AEW. I meant the WWE image into his own character.
1: Hmm. I think it's building to somebody. Okay. And y'all know, and y'all know who that somebody is. It's somebody that knows him very well, and that's, gotten, and that's gotten the very best of him in certain Definitely. matches. I got two words for you, 2022, Buddy Matthews, the AEW. Let's do it. The I don't ghost, know. The ghost of his past finally <laughs> comes. To get the boogeyman, the boogeyman of his career, finally comes to get it. And there ain't nothing he can do about it.
0: Maybe right because the vignettes would the, the, it would work right? The vignettes that we've seen from Buddy and, and everything yeah. like that it would all kind of fit into place. But look at the She's like look at the character. Now. Look at the character changes to him.
1: I'm trying to mm-hmm. tell you.
0: And you know, none of that screams Buddy to me. Right. So that's what I'm looking at. Like that's why like to to butter's point, I agree that it's a character build of, of some sense. Maybe
2: right? a maybe a more darker side of it. Something, you know, something maybe it, it's more of a character that he wanted in WWE and just the character he was going for uh before he got released.
0: Well, but but also I think it's more I, and I made this analogy the other night. It's like a Skyrim. Like he, he he's in Skyrim, and every time he beats a boss, what are you? Every time he beats a boss, he levels up a little bit.
2: All right, <laughs> uh, George, I love the analogy. South
0: there, buddy. We can't see you because mm-hmm. of that blaring light.
2: Turn the
1: phone. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: No, you're good, man. There we go. You know, Ted says, Tommy N is such a cooler name. And he goes, oh, shit, Buddy Murphy, that's genius. No, I agree. Right? I do think it's, it's a it's a smart play. I don't know if I, I, I see it, but I don't see it, right? Because mm-hmm. none of that, and I'm not 100% familiar with the Buddy Matthews and, and everything like that, of what he did before. His WWE run,
1: because so, the story uh, is booking itself, Ritz.
0: No, it is. When you think about the vignettes that he's doing on, uh, on Twitter and stuff like that, and how similar they were to Malachi Black's, but it's uh, when you look at the character that they're building around Malachi and how all his his appearance is constantly changing does that fit that uh does that fit that that story or not is my question
2: like I said I I think it's more I don't think it does I think it's more driven to like you know I said earlier character change if if buddy comes in I would have to say he comes in as someone Cody brings in to take Malachi black because he's taken Malachi black to the distance before.
0: And, and it's a po- And that's another good possibility, right? We lost George, uh, as he gets resituated, it looks like he left the restaurant and has transitioned to a new location. We'll get George back in just a little bit. Um, but there's a lot of different ways you can take this. I don't hate, and I know Ted is over here just losing his mind over on Twitch. But I don't hate the
2: the buddy Murphy. I No, 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 not at all. He's he's such a great talent. No matter where he lands, he's gonna do amazing. Exactly. The match
0: between Cody and Malachi, though, was fantastic, right? Malachi gets to win again. So it does play butters into your comments of you know, I'm trying to tell just y'all, somebody, man,
1: the story is booking itself.
0: It is, it really truly is. Um all right because we are we I want to I want to cover extreme rules I want to touch a little bit on the details. Yeah, so we're going to skip we're going to skip some parts of uh grand slam we're going to skip the ftr stinging out at Al, Darby Allen match good match everything like that um but we're going to go extreme to the women's rules
2: World aw extreme grand slam. Rules. I didn't know there was an extreme rules this year
0: Yes, it's
2: Sunday. Way over that bald head of yours.
0: I wasn't paying attention to
2: you. I said I didn't know there was an extreme rules this year. If you look at the card.
0: Oh yeah, no, I alright, I get I get where you're going with that now.
2: <laughs> I probably should have I probably should have made it a little bit more clear, but yeah. Yeah, because
0: I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck are you
2: talking
0: about? <laughs> Roman and Balor's in an extreme rules match, you dick.
2: <laughs> Woo! One match. Everything else is regular matches. I'm I, okay with that, though. I'm okay with
0: that, though.
2: Come on! It's it, it's still you could have. This the one night you can truly get extreme up in this house,
1: and you just
2: you have mommy and daddy play extreme, and everybody else can just sit in the back. No, At least okay. that's it. You know, I, where's my table match? Where's my? Where's my? You know. Crazy ass, uh, throw a ladder on me through a table mat. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know, like the old day Singapore cane match. Uh, uh, I wouldn't say a Punjabi prison match, but something of the caliber match. You know, come on. I
0: almost pulled you out of the stream for saying that.
2: <laughs>
0: but let's let's finish
2: some AEW talks. Right? Okay, let's yeah AEW AEW.
0: Brit Baker, Ruby Soho. I love the fact that Britt wins this match here uh, because we can uh, continue the build. Nobody, if anybody expected Ruby to win this on her first outing, they discount Britt Baker and they should be shot on site. Without question, without shoot you now,
2: okay? Because we all know where this is leading. We all know where Britt Baker's downfall is going. And if you don't oh, yeah. see the writing on the wall, then then, then you've been sleeping what under a What did he say? Rock. Who, me or him? I said, we all know where this, where, where Britt Baker's downfall is going. We, it, the writing's on the wall, and if you can't see it, then you've been hiding under a rock. Completely
0: agree. And I said that if anybody thought Ruby Soho was going to win this match Wednesday night, uh, they discount Britt Baker, and they should be shot immediately.
2: But don't get me wrong; the girls, the girls did a good job. They
0: I love that they main evented too.
2: Yes, yes. I mean, they're trying to get the you know. I like AW's job with trying to get these girls, you know, out there more. They're trying to get them, you know, to show that. They're as equal as the men, even though. Well, but
0: even even now, like, anytime the women, whether no matter what company it's been, anytime the women have have main evented a show, Mm -hmm. the match has just been fired. Yeah, it's been special, right? And and not because it doesn't happen often. I think it happens a lot more than anybody expected it to.
2: Yeah,
0: agreed. Just because the women do go out there and they. (laughs) They respect the main event position so much; they that do they and give then, it their all. I
2: was about to say they give it their all because they also know if they screw up, that could possibly be the last chance that any woman would have to main event.
0: Right. Um, let's move over to what the hell am I looking for here? Over to Rampage. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet.
2: I so have probably neither. not going
0: to do. We're probably not gonna do a deep dive into it. Uh you know, as a matter of fact, we're gonna save the rampage deep dive for uh for next week. All I do wanna say is CM Punk Hobbs. Everybody loved the match. I love the fact that CM Punk won. Hopefully they're continuing this
2: um this Team Taz, CM Punk.
0: Yeah, this feud with Team Taz and CM Punk. So and, get plenty
2: of players on Team Tad you can go with. I mean, come on. Right.
0: The su- the super click wins over Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Jungle Boy as expected. Um, the Inner Circle versus, versus Men of the Year.
2: Uh, Apparently, they had a really good aftermatch spot where even gonna...
0: Tony Khan gets some takes some damage. Yeah. So I'm I'm very excited to go back and watch that. Um. And. That's really all, all I want to talk about. Because we are we do try to keep within our time limit here. So, I, I do want to transition over to WWE. Spent a lot of time talking to AEW tonight. Um, so, let's do that now.
2: Yep. 100% right. agree. Before we get
0: into our Extreme Rules preview, I want mm-hmm. to just touch base on a couple things Raw SmackDown-wise. Yep. Mm-hmm. I loved the way raw opened up this week. I love biggie in the new day coming out to celebrate biggie gets the, you deserve it chance. And I actually got super emotional when he goes, he's eternally grateful for those below the heavens and for one incredible soul above. Like even now, as I say it and and I'm reliving the moment, I choked up so hard.
2: <laughs> and then the
0: play starts chanting Brody, and you yep. saw all the the stuff coming out after he won, where it was like Brody looking over Big E as he won the title, mm-hmm. and it's just so emotional, um, you know. And then you have the New Day versus the Bloodline, phenomenal match.
2: Great right. match, you know, even though I was pissed that they, you know, they put it on Monday night, didn't save it for Safe Survivor Series, but I give them credit where credit is due. Great, amazing match.
0: But I'm okay with some of these matches happening on free TV.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 you know? 100% I agree. Love,
0: I love Lashley coming down at the end of the match, and costing biggie them essentially costing the new day the match
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then it transitioning into a triple threat later on in the night Correct. um i swear to god and, and again it's just because i don't i am not watching full shows of raw smackdown aw nxt mm. i watched bits and pieces of things that I, that i like i didn't know Shayna Baszler and nia Jax turned on each other to, uh, it it was pretty
2: much, it was I think it was like last week is where it fully got
0: turned but till the other day when they said that Nia Jax was going to be out for an indisclosed amount of time I was like
2: oh shit where did they split up ah! But I mean it was a long time coming I figured they were going to do it during the first uh, when they first lost the tag titles but I mean it, like I said it's been a long time coming And with this match they had with each other, they finally let you know, showing Shayna's true aggression, you know, bringing out that something that I'm hoping they're going to continue doing and push Shayna because I think she has the potential to be on top. The potential to shine. Just give her her damn time.
0: Right. No, I agree. Speaking of losing the tag team titles. Oh, baby. Can somebody in in some world explain to me what the hard-on is about having the Raw Women's Champion... I'm sorry, not the Raw Women's Champion, but having two former Raw Women's Champions have the Women's Tag Titles?
2: I don't know. I just... You ever want to
0: talk about a fucked-up odd couple, it's Nikki Ash
2: and Rhea Ripley. But this is what WWE does with tag teams. They put odd couples together and try to make them shine, and nine times out of ten for some... and gives them the tag titles, and a lot of times it just works. Which is fucking insane to me. (laughs) Because who would have ever thought, like, you know, Team Hell No would have worked? You know... It's or or you know uh, Kane and RVD or Kane and the you know it just it, like some of these random ass tag team no, combinations. Trust me, I get it. And oh and, Ted, and
0: oh Ted, oh Ted.
2: I I'll get to that in a minute, Ted. But Nikki Ash made a little bit of history with the women's tag titles. Because she's the only woman to have those titles three times. Yep, I said it.
0: Okay, I'm going to talk about Ted's comment before I just... (laughs) Before you just hurt me. Ted wants to know, what do you guys make of the new NXT? It's got a Nickelodeon feel to it. You know what's really comical about this? What's that? I don't 100% hate this.
2: Oh, I, 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 I'm I, liking it. It's got a brighter feel to it. It's got a... But it,
0: it, so I actually had the... the rev- oddly enough, I had the revelation last week, right before I left for Disney. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, I said, you know, there's nothing wrong with, a, with NXT changing it up. Right? Changing the color scheme. The stage looks really good. I had a lot of time to
2: think on the plane. Oh yeah, and, yeah, I mean, you're sitting on a plane for a few hours. I mean,
0: yeah,
2: it's like me at work sitting on a forklift all day. I, you know, I got plenty of time to think.
0: Not, I mean, I'm not even going to go there with that joke. No, um, but you know, I'm okay with it. They didn't make it too campy. They didn't no, make it too it's just a brighter color scheme, and I'm okay with that.
2: And the and the arena is brighter.
0: The arena is brighter. I like the. The, ch- the massive change in, in in nxt because it's been presented the same way for so long changing it up we really didn't change the production that we got right no. it's just a look
2: you know they're introducing new characters because they're they're losing all their they're losing their all their talent in nxt whether it be call-ups or or people getting you but know it always or
0: always goes through these this is just the most well, yeah. radical change nxt's had
2: and what do you think of Braun Breaker, Rick Steiner's son? Too early to tell. Okay, first off, uh, I, I, I'm
0: gonna I'm I'm sum up Frank Vespis.
2: Yeah, no, no, that, that's what I was getting to. Is look at Alexa Bliss's response. Short.
0: It was short of go fuck yourself. Yeah. Right. Because Meltzer's an idiot. Melter can suck a dick, um, and that's the end of it, right? What, what I think the problem was, though, like, when you go back and watch it, mm-hmm. Charlotte played it up a little too much, right? With I don't the think, doll? Yeah, I don't know if people were 100% believing that Charlotte was invested in it and the Alexa Bliss stuff is hit or miss week to week, right? It could have just been very coincidental that, quote, unquote, 1,500 people.
2: And I I don't think it was 1,500 people leaving. If anything, it was people going on their piss break, on their drink break. Exactly, because this thing actually goes
0: a lot longer than anybody ever wanted it to.
2: Yeah, so, so this isn't 1,500 people leaving. This is 1,500 people need going, you know what? This is a great segue for me to go take a damn break for five seconds. Right. Take a but break. enough about that. Uh, you brought
0: up Steiner's kid. It's too early to tell for me. I want to see more. I don't yes. hate what I see, but I want to see more. And then uh, he brings up Ciampa winning the title. He says it doesn't make sense if you're starting anew. You don't go back to him. You go to a new champ. I I don't disagree with you, Ted. I don't know. And I I had the same question. I don't, hold on. I don't have a hundred, I don't 100% agree with it either. Um, Here's my only comment to that Uh, Samoa Joe going down was not in the cards. Mm -hmm. Let's assume that for a second. Yeah. So you take somebody like Ciampa. Who is established, who can essentially think on the fly because they're they're acting on the fly right now. Right? At least with in the regards of the title picture and what they're gonna do moving forward. And whether it's Kyle O'Reilly, whether it's Braun Breaker, whether it's insert name here, Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn, whoever beat champa for the title in probably a few weeks right it's gonna mean more yep right winning it's why i'm not a fan of multi-man matches because it, the winner of that match can't say oh i beat all three of them
2: well as i say it's a good way to you know to be a they could put it on him as a transitional champion without having to put it on somebody and maybe potentially making them drop it in the next few weeks, like you but, said.
0: But it also builds that, that person's first big few.
2: Yeah, You know, because I had that same question of if they're wanting to build up all these new talent, they don't want to do anything with the older talent, blah, 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 why put it on Champa? You know, but like you said, it's a good way to get the belt on somebody. It's a good way to have transition. It, at the end of the day, it makes a whole lot more sense now than it did when it happened so
0: and then we have uh i hope i say this right montanez 1998 uh montanez he wants, yeah he he wants to know do you think uh bray wyatt or Wyndham is coming next week to aw maybe that's why the dark order is fighting each other um i don't know where i saw it i saw it online where people have been talking about that. And I'm I'm very, very torn. I, do I think Ray Wyatt ends up in AEW? A hundred percent I do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Do I see him taking over a leadership role in the Dark Order? I don't know if I want it. I get why, right? It, yeah. All the pieces fit into place as to why. Right, and if you're ever gonna say there needs to be a leader of the Dark Order, your only comment, your your only person is Bray Wyatt. I just don't know if I want that or not because well, it, the Bro it, Brody was special.
2: Yeah, you know, and I've been hearing people talk about you know a you know Bray Wyatt. If he shows up, you know, it's potentially next week. It's you know, if Bray Wyatt shows up, it would be better to have him show up. At whatever Halloween style pay per view you got coming up,
0: no, fuck you, no.
2: Why not? It's the character. Plus, it fits the whole Dark Order theme.
0: But we don't know what character. Well, I I get that he's coming as right, and I don't want that. I don't want that 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 stereotype with him to be surrounded around right. The dark, the Dark Order. While, yes, it has that... Uh, obviously, it's in the goddamn name. That darkness <laughs> to it. <laughs> right? These people are... There's nothing supernatural about them. There's Correct. nothing demonic about them. Right?
2: They're just like some evil villain corporation. Calling right. Themselves and, the and they're border. not
0: even evil.
2: Well, I, I know that. But I think I think from the start, that's how it was supposed to be. And they just kind of... After Brody you know, pass, you know,
0: even that, even leading up to Brody's passing, right? People were getting over, you know, evil, Uno, silver, all these guys were, were getting over.
2: That's because these days it's hard to have a transitioning. That's because these days it's hard to have a, you know, certain people be heels because all of a sudden everybody starts liking them. And you're like, well, shit, what the hell do I do now? Right. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. Um,
0: uh, but you have to bring him in as, as The right just, way. As just Wyndham. As uh,
2: Bo Wyndham or however what, you would call whatever, it.
0: How, but but just him, right? Don't give him any supernatural gimmick. Don't give him anything. Right? And, and let him because I, I he's going to do it. I think he
2: Let him uh, be him.
0: I think he's earned the right to do it. And, and, and I think that Part of him, and I don't know how, I, I heard he took Brody's passing very, very hard. Correct. Right? So I don't know if he needs this, but let him do a proper tribute to his friend. Yes. And let him take, and that's why I'm okay with him taking the group and the people that Brody essentially surrounded himself with and, and said, I want to be with these guys. Mm-hmm and put taking him them under his wing. That's why I'm okay with it. Uh Ooh. and my you know my Ma, montanez says he's somebody that needs to give a middle finger to WWE. And, and man that's your opinion? I, I 100% agree. I would say 100% agree. I 100% value your opinion. I don't know where I stand on that. I I, I don't think of it that way, you know, because take mm-hmm. take somebody like Brian Danielson who hours Hours before his match Against Kenny Omega Actually puts out this Incredibly Heartfelt open letter To WWE Thanking them For uh, the, the last few years of his life and, and what they gave him And everything like that And Adam Cole in an interview Shortly after uh, Brian puts that out Uh, Talking about how hard
2: it was to leave.
0: Yeah, and I can't think of the phrase I want, but you know, shares the same sentiments that you know Brian Danielson did. So, it, it, I I don't necessarily see that. Say that Bray Wyatt has to give WWE the middle finger. No, I think that I think I think a
2: lot of it has to go around with these guys didn't want to leave, but WWE really didn't give them much of a choice.
0: I think with the Bray thing, I think Bray might- was he he was doing he was doing great. Everything was going really, really well. The Brody Lee thing happened. Brody Lee passes.
2: And well, that, hold on. That all of a sudden okay, yeah, you go ahead, go ahead
0: because I think that plays into it. I think that plays into it a lot. And he took the time off and I think it was almost mutual of I can't do this right now. Mm-hmm. Right. We know you're I know you're cutting people. If you're gonna cut me, do it now kind of thing. Correct. And that that but that's why I don't know if he's coming back this early. You know, and Rob Brinkman chiming in saying AEW for life. Here comes the negative toxicity. That is Brinkman, uh Brian Wilson, what's up, boys? Wrestling talk, you know. Uh, Brinkman says Omega's the goat, loves Darby Allen. Roman versus Brock, how predictable. I actually like this Roman versus Brock story that we're getting uh, because I think there's more depth to it than just you have the title, I want the title kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's an interesting one, Blue Devil. Imagine Charlotte takes on the Alexa Bliss gimmick with the hair and makeup, partners with Bliss, they become tag champs, Flair still women's champion, and he'd prefer that over the rhea Nikki thing. All right, look. <coughs> Her, uh, let me put this out there first. I can't say I wouldn't say I wouldn't find it interesting to watch. Almost like a. Does anybody remember the Winter Angelina Love storyline from years ago in, in TNA? Where like oh my god, Winter, I think Winter so. had like this this trance over Angelina Love. Yes. Yes. Yep. I can't say I would 100% hate that because of how good Alexa and Charlotte are. They can make that work. Mm-hmm. But, Blue Devil, I don't ever, ever want to hear you bring that up ever again because now that you put it out in the universe and if it happens, I will find you and we're going to have a very long conversation about the shit <laughs> that you think is not allowed to come out of your mouth anymore, man. Goes, oh. Just kidding, guys. But you put Dude, it out there a, so it a, happens, man. man we're we're going to meet back here the, the the week after it happens and let's talk.
2: Nothing's worse than my Royal Rumble predictions. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Real quick. Real, um, how about this new uh, stable in NXT, Toxic Attraction?
0: I'm, I'm gonna take the unpopular opinion. I don't like Mandy's new hair.
2: I was, just, I see that. I figured that's where you're gonna go with it. I just had to get your thoughts on it. I don't know why <laughs> I don't
0: either because I, I'm a Mandy Rose fan, right? Obviously. Yeah, obviously.
2: <laughs>
0: but when I saw it last week, mm-hmm. and I watched it. I think I watched it about seven or eight times. Just Damn. not not on a sense of wow, she looks good or you know, she's yeah. hot or this and the other thing. I just kept watching it to go maybe if I watch it, I'll eventually like it.
2: Well, I think give it a <clears throat> you give it enough time, you probably will.
0: And don't get me wrong, some of the pictures, some of the screen grabs, some of the whatever, it looks good on her. I won't mm-hmm. deny that it looks good on her, but I I, I don't know. I just I don't know how I feel about it. I don't see, know. and that's why I wanted to ask because I, I, like,
2: I know how big I know how big of a Mandy the, Rose fan you are.
0: I like the stable idea. I like mm-hmm. what they're you know they're taking Mandy Rose and they're they're letting her build the next generation of women's wrestlers, yep. letting her go down in a time where the women's division in AEW I won't say it's suffering by any stretch of the imagination, but it needs a little a locker leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and not even a leader, so to say. I just need somebody there to help guide and correct, and, and make sure everybody stays on the straight and narrow. Because
2: and, and with you know people like Candice or Ray fixing to be out, you know, you know fixing to you know give a have birth, and then you exactly, got, and then that's why. And then you're losing all these others to the call ups. So yeah, Mandy Rose makes a whole hundred percent. Agreed to be a locker room leader.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Let's talk extreme rules.
2: Extreme crap is what it's going to end up being.
0: I I don't... I can't say I'm overly excited for this entire card.
2: Like, I kind of like... And I probably get slapped for saying it, but I kind of like the inclusion of Jeff Hardy in the United States title match.
0: Haven't done this in a while.
2: See, I don't, I don't like the
0: Jeff Hardy inclusion in the United States title match, um, especially after watching. You done? not know, done saying stupid shit?
2: Never, but you know, hey, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out as we go along. But right?
0: after after watching Raw this past Monday night, uh, mm-hmm. because actually I won't lie, I we got back to the room after I got back to my hotel after dinner uh, and after kind of walking around Disney Springs, and I was like, ooh. You know, uh, Raw's still on. Let me see what's happening. This is before I know that the six-man tag had already happened. Yeah. And the triple threat was capping the night off. I'm like, ooh, I wonder if they're getting ready for the six-man. And I turn it on, and this match is happening. The the Sheamus-Jeff Versus Hardy. Versus Hardy, yeah. And I just got, I got instantly annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> Right, like I, I, well, I, I don't I need think, either one of these two. I think against somebody I give a shit about.
2: Well, I think it's more of there was so much backlash either last week or the week before over Jeff Hardy in the twenty four seven title chase that I think they just kind of threw him into this to get everybody off their ass. Go
0: fuck yourself.
2: I'm just saying. I, I I'm just saying too. Because you uh, know I'm right on this one.
0: Honestly, I hope I hope Damian Priest comes out on top. I do
2: too. I do too. Uh,
0: here, Butters, I'm gonna make this real simple for you, okay? In the sense of our highlight clip, so one minute and I mean, one hour and 15 minutes, okay? And we're just gonna rapid fire these to fill our clip. Oh boy! All right. So ready?
2: And yes, give me three, yes. two.
0: One, Damian Priest, Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus for the United States title. I got Damian Priest.
2: Damian Priest all the way. I'm a big fan of his right now, so keep the title on him.
0: And it makes sense, right? It makes sense Correct. for him. Uh A match I am hopeful for. Like I'm hopeful for the outcome. Liv Morgan versus Carmella. It's Liv only, Morgan. It's the only non-title match on the card. And this mm-hmm. is where I think uh Liv Morgan needs to take the win here. Big time. Okay. Uh, the Street Profits versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team titles.
2: Uh, I think the Street Profits take this one Final Street
0: Profits, Street Profits, Street Profits, because the Street Profits are up and we want the smoke.
2: You bet you believe it. I can't believe really um, that up.
0: <clears throat> what?
2: Yeah, exactly. Shut
0: up. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss for the Raw Women's t- title.
2: Uh, as much as I want to see Alexa take this, I think Charlotte retains it.
0: I want Alexa to take this bad. I need it. Right? I think it would be... I think it would just be great. It's, it's that... For it's that, oh, that element character, that it'd is, be crazy. Yeah, it's that element that Alexa's missing.
2: But, wait. You have Alexa win it, but then you try to have Nikki take it because it's superhero versus the bad guy.
0: Right, and, and we're... We'll, bring we'll get with that second. later, but yeah. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky Lynch all day long. Bianca, is Yeah, not I, I, yeah like
2: no. Becky's retaining this one easily.
0: And then Roman Reigns versus the Demon Finn Balor. I, man, you know what?
2: The Demon's undefeated, and with it being an Extreme Rules match, I was kind of hoping it'd be a regular match so that Demon wins by disqualification, Roman keeps the title, and Demon's still undefeated. And with them announcing I, Brock versus Roman at Saudi, I but title I, on the line if Roman retains. Really want the Demon to win it, but we all know Roman's going to fucking win it.
0: I think, alright, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm I'll take the other side of that. For pure argument's sake and something for us to bitch about next week. The Demon wins, Brock Lesnar costs Roman Reigns the title. And now it's not a Roman versus Brock for the title. It's Roman versus Brock. Just to have Roman versus Brock in a revenge blood feud, Paul Heyman's torn in the middle, doesn't know what to do. The Usos now can say that, you know, they they can be the, you know, there's turmoil in the bloodline because the Usos are champs, or the Usos aren't champs, or I think you can go more ways if the demon wins it. Plus, I like the demon. I like the fact that the demon's back. So, bite me. Uh, One eighteen.
2: Yep. But you know, again, if and this is what pissed me off is WWE goes and announces Brock versus Roman at Saudi Arabia, even though we've got extreme rules happening right now. But if Roman if Roman retains, then it'll be for the title. If not, then it's just gonna be a uh, you know. A knockdown, drag out Roman versus Brock match that we've seen a thousand times already.
0: But that's why you don't need the title. I don't think you need the title involved in this.
2: And then, like, you know, you don't want the title. The Demon's undefeated, so hopefully this means the Demon wins. Because, yes, Balor's taking losses, but the Demon hasn't. The Demon's whooped ass every time.
0: 100%. Uh, Ted says, fuck Jeff Hardy because of the roll up. Uh, Blue Devil, Sasha comes, uh, Cost speller, the match, protects Becky. I don't think you need to. I, I don't disagree with you, right? I, I, yeah. I won't put it past them to do it. I just don't think you need to do it. No. Okay. Uh, I was going to cover the the draft that starts next week. Uh, it starts on the 1st.
2: Yep, starts on SmackDown. Bet you USA's real thrilled about that one.
0: But well, they did it last year like this too, mm-hmm. right? But here's what I want to do instead. We're going to save our draft conversation for next week. What we're going to do next week is we're going to recap extreme rules. And we're going to go immediately into a draft recap. And then what we're going to do is we're going to simulate uh, night two. Right, We're going to make our predictions and we're going to go through different possibilities and we're going to talk about the change in the landscape of what WWE is going to look like following night two. We'll do a lot of predictive uh, fantasy booking next week. There probably won't be a lot of AEW on next week's show um, just because we do have the pay-per-view recap that we're going to go over and then we're also going to go over the draft so we'll we'll take a break from uh, AEW probably next week. We'll, we'll touch on that. unless
2: something big happens. Yeah, yeah we'll,
0: we'll touch we'll touch on them very very lightly here and there next week. Um, extreme rules is yeah extreme extreme rules is one hundred percent where we're at. So let let's kind of I, I like what we did a few weeks ago where we previewed the entire month. Um, before we do that, Ted says you guys think we get a lot of NXT people come Draft, aka roster shakeup. I don't know. I, I don't think we're gonna get a lot, but you know, I
2: think we get a couple. Not, not too many.
0: You don't have a lot of people that you can pull from, <clears throat> right? So let's let's talk about October, okay? So next week is the second. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're and like I said, we're gonna do our Extreme Rules pre uh, recap, and we're gonna do our WWE Draft Night Two preview. The ninth will probably recap draft night two. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll again we'll we'll further because we're gonna do our fantasy booking next week, but then once everything's solidified, then we're gonna talk about okay. Now that they did this, where does it go from here? What storyline do you want to see when? Mm-hmm. The 16th is gonna be a crown jewel preview. Because Crown Jewel will happen on the twenty first. Oh boy! And tw- and the twenty third will be Crown Jewel recap. Uh, don't be surprised if we throw in a lot of AEW on both of those shows because we're not sure what Crown Jewel is going to look like.
2: <laughs> we've got
0: one match set up for it.
2: I think. I think once the once the draft is over and the dust is settled, they'll rapid-fire some matches for Saudi.
0: And then the 30th, the 30th is the last Saturday of the month. Um, I have something that I would like to do then. I just don't, I have to figure out how I, I want to go about doing it. And We're going to have a special kind of show that night. Uh, I haven't even told Butters about it yet. This was something that um, was kindly suggested to me. And we'll talk about that later. And once we have all the details and all the pieces in place, we'll properly announce it. Hopefully we can announce it next week or by the 9th. And then we're in November and we'll rock and roll. We'll talk gobble about gobble. November. Yeah, we'll talk about all of that come November. Uh, International Butters, Setman Month. Right.
2: <laughs> Do
0: you have anything for me?
2: Uh, let me see real quick because usually I always like to do my screenshots through the week. I like to do my typical is there something we need to discuss? And I don't think I've seen anything this week, so that I really so not. I made
0: a promise, I made a promise to Joey DiBardino.
2: Mm-hmm. He
0: commented uh, earlier this week on one of my posts wanting to hear a Disney recap. Right? For those of you that don't know, we weren't on the air last week because I was in Disney.
2: Um, bastard.
0: And I, but I was in Disney because I turned 30 in December and this I can't travel in December. So this was my birthday trip. And my first trip to Disney in 10 years. And, and what was really cool about it is I hadn't done Disney as an adult. Mm-hmm. Last time I went, I was like 18, 19 years old and doesn't mean shit in Disney,
1: right? Yeah, you're technically
0: <laughs> an adult, but do doesn't mean shit in Disney. But getting to drink around the world, getting to... And, I, and even that was, you know, I did some of that. I didn't do a whole lot of that. But, you know, a friend of mine went with me. It was her first time at Disney. So it was very, very cool. And I love that. I love taking people places for their first time because it gives you such a better appreciation for things. Like when I took you to your first mm-hmm. wrestling event, right yeah, I had such a better appreciation for it because I was kind of used to it. And I was numb to it, right taking her there and going, okay, you do this, you do this and just watching her reaction <laughs> was incredible. Also, the rise of the resistance ride fuck that it's not a ride. it's an experience. It was like a 20 <laughs> butters it was like a 20 minute experience start to finish. And when I tell you it is the greatest thing I've ever done on Disney property, it is the greatest thing I've ever done on Disney property.
2: See, that's why I want to go so bad. Well,
0: I've already said I'm going in – I'm going to try to go in February and October of this next year. So (laughs) once I start laying the foundations of things – you know, we'll, we'll talk and we'll see if we can't get you out to Disney, too. Okay? Uh, but, no, it was incredible. I don't want to go into a whole lot of detail because nobody really gives that much of a shit. But I did I did promise Joey I'd bring it up, right? And so I don't, I don't lie to people. I, you know, I, I bring it up. But it was incredible. I had a blast. It was great to disconnect. It put a lot of things in perspective for me on so many different levels and I was I'm very happy with it but let's let's sign off let's get out of here Uh, we do have to thank body check wellness promo code HD for 20% 25% off I'm sorry your order at bodycheckwellness.com Dr. Paul Vidal at specialized physical therapy check him out on the web specialized physical therapy.com or Burlington and Cherry Hill New Jersey the Counseling Center in Sunrise Detox If you need help with mental health or addiction, call 856-651-8117. Alan Foy at eXp Realty. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, give him a call at 302-682-8820. Or check him out at alan.foy of eXpRealty.com. Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code H-U-D at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. And then, guys, what are you doing? $9.99 Nine ninety nine a month gets you a me- a membership on e- on YouTube on HD Radio's YouTube page. You get appearances on shows, members only stream, shout outs, and the weekly sports picks for Money Pod podcast. Football season is back. In fact, it is Dallas week here at HD Radio Monday night Eagles Dallas Monday night football.
2: Dallas so why sucks.
0: why not uh, completely agree? Why not use <laughs> the money that you earn from Nate Moss and his picks over there at the Money Pot Podcast to pay for your ATD membership. Why not? Right? Every single week, guys are making money because Nate's got the right information. He I hell, I reached out to him right before I went to Disney and I was like, yo, dude, this is what I, I want I want to know more. And so I've been going back and listening to his stuff and and the man's very knowledgeable. So every Sunday, hell, like 12 hours from now, actually those guys are on the air and those guys are going to be talking about all the best picks for the week coming up for, you know, what, what, uh, what their picks from last week did. So make sure you guys are checking them out every single Sunday. But like I said, guys, it is Dallas week here at HUD radio. Uh, definitely make sure that you guys are checking us out every single night, every single week for, uh, two live brew, George Kennan brew, for Butters, I'm Ritz. We're going to get out of here. We will see you guys next week right here on HD Radio. Enjoy the draft. Peace, love, and joy. <clears throat> we out.